بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم حضرت عائشہ رضی اللہ عنہ سیز دیٹ بیفور رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم پاسٹ اوے اے بول فلڈ ود واٹر واز پلیسڈ نیئر ہم ویری آفن رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم یوز ٹو پلیس ہز بلیسڈ ہینڈ ان ٹو دا بول اینڈ دیر آفٹر وائپ ہز فیس سینگ او اللہ ہیلپ می اگینسٹ دا ڈیفیکلٹی آف دا پینگز آف ڈیتھ او اللہ ہیلپ می اگینسٹ دا ڈیفیکلٹی آف دا پینگز آف ڈیتھ حضرت عمر رضی اللہ عنہ آسٹ حضرت کعب رضی اللہ عنہ ٹو ایکسپلین دا کنڈیشن آف ڈیتھ ہی ریپلائڈ او امیر المؤمنین it is like a thorny branch which is inserted into a person in such a manner that it touches every part of the body and is thereafter suddenly extracted in this manner life is extracted this is a brief condition of the agonies of death besides this the fear of the physical appearance of the angel of death and his helping angels is a completely separate difficulty The appearance in which he extracts the soul of sinners is so fearful that the strongest person does not have the courage to see him. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam said to the angel of death, "Show me the appearance in which you extract the soul of sinners." The angel of death replied, "You will be unable to bear it." Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam said, "No, I will bear it." Hazrat Israil alayhi salam said, "Turn your face towards the other side." So Ibrahim al-Salaam turned his face. So Israel al-Salaam then said, Now look. When Hazrat Ibrahim al-Salaam looked up, he saw a giant pitch black person standing with long hair. He was emitting an unbearable stench. He wore black clothes. Flames of fire were leaping forth from his mouth and nostrils. Seeing this condition, Hazrat Ibrahim al-Salaam fell unconscious. After some time he recovered. This time Malakul Maut had resumed his original appearance. Hazrat Ibrahim Ali Salam said if there was no other difficulty for a sinner then this appearance is sufficient for his punishment. This is the condition of the disobedient. However, the angel of death appears in a very pleasant appearance to extract the soul of the obedient. It is reported that Hazrat Ibrahim Ali Salam requested the angel of death, "Now show me the appearance in which you extract the soul of the obedient. So Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam saw the angel of death as a handsome and young person wearing the best of clothes with perfume emitting from his body. So Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam said, if for a mu'min at the time of his death there is nothing to make him happy, then this too is sufficient for his happiness. In one hadith it has come that when Allah ta'ala becomes pleased with any servant, He says to the angel of death, bring the soul of a certain person. I want to give him comfort. He has successfully completed his test as I desired. Two days ago we had commenced the discussion of that poem regarding death. So the last lines that we had read was, اذا تجهم امر لا مرد له لم يغني عنك اقتناء المال والخول when the inevitable calamity that is death will occur then richness and wealth attendants and servants will not help you everything will be aside 
يقوم عنك الأطباء والصديق إذن فقد تواو صحف التدبير والحيالي At that time the doctor and friends will after trying all plans to save you leave you in the lurch فيدرجونك في الأكفان منتزعا عنك الثياب من الأبراد والحللي He says after removing the fine clothing from your body they will wrap you up in the cloths of kafan all the clothing of a person all his designer garments and whatever else he took so much of pride in all those things that he felt was he couldn't do without wearing those particular type of clothes but all that will just be removed nothing will be left with him all that he will have to take along with him or what he will go with is his kafan and together as the clothes are being removed everything else will come out as well what was in those pockets will come out perhaps that phone in that pocket will come out what is in that phone will come out that wallet may come out whatever else is in that wallet will come out now this is the aspect that a person has to bear in mind all the time to be conscious of death if a person is conscious of death and death can come at any moment so this is the thing that will save a person from ever having anything that will become an embarrassment for him if that had to come suddenly let alone he is gone from dunya but what an embarrassment for him in akhirat embarrassment for those behind him embarrassment for him in the qabr on the day of qiyamah so this is the thing that is being explained here that all these things will be removed and a person will be just wrapped in his kafan wayudiunaka tahta al-ardi munfaridan wayatrukunaka mahjuban min al-muqali they will leave you alone in the depth of the earth and they will conceal you from being seen and then from the surface nobody can make out who's inside here in terms of unless they know who the person was but otherwise whether this person lived as a king whether he was a pauper the surface of the graves it makes no difference both will be looking the same one person was traveling one ali was traveling in one of the middle eastern countries and he was passing by in one taxi going past some big building very big building driving past and carrying on so he asked the driver is this some government buildings so he said no no this is not government buildings this is a house it's a palace so he sees this so big from it's still driving past so long and it's still carrying on the one house says yes it's the house of the richest person that lived in this whole area whatever and then he said that this person passed away a few days ago and the ajeeb thing was that he then got buried right next to somebody who had passed away recently before that who was the poorest person of the place how the poorest person is buried and this is the richest person buried both buried next to each other from the surface you can't make out who's who yes inside there'll be a world of difference depends who was who really in dunya whoever please allah taala he'll be in that comfort of the qabr also when the ahadith the details have been mentioned for the person who is a good person a pious person and when he is buried what kind of welcome he gets in the grave the grave actually welcomes him that among all the people that walked on the surface of this earth there was nobody more beloved to me than you because he was the person that was meant for that place so obviously that piece of earth will love him more and then as part of his welcome says that now i will show you how how i will treat you and it expands 
expands to the extent that his eye can see on both sides. Now, person says if it expands so much, there won't be place for any other people in the Qabristan. But this is not in terms of the dunya that we can perceive. This is already another realm. In that realm, you can't measure the reality of that realm in terms of how we measure things in dunya. Here, one day and the one day of akhirat is worlds apart. So, in any case, then the bedding of Jannat is brought for him. And then the window of Jannat is opened in his grave. And the cool breeze of Jannat comes through. And from that window of Jannat, he's shown his abode of Jannat. Can we imagine that pleasure and that happiness and that joy that he would be experiencing? So whoever it was, whether it was the king, whether it was the pauper, whoever pleased Allah Ta'ala, he'll be experiencing that. And the other person, whoever it may be, if he didn't please Allah Ta'ala, then the opposite. Then all the torment, and in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Islam says, that the grave, when an evil person is buried, the grave addresses him and says that the worst person, or the person I hated most, that walked on the earth was you. Now that you've come in me, I will show you how I will treat you. And he then closes upon him. And when he closes upon him, Nabi Sallallahu put his fingers one into the other to describe the situation and says his ribs then lock into one another in this manner because of how the grave has constricted on him. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So, on the surface but you can't make out who's the king, who's the pauper, who's in comfort and who's in turmoil and torment and torture. You can't make that out from the surface. But inside it will all depend on how the person lived on the surface of this earth. Person who lived in a correct manner, he will enjoy the comforts of Jannat in the grave already. وَيُوْدِعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الْأَرْضِ مُنْفَرِدًا وَيَتْرُكُونَكَ مَحْجُوبًا مِنَ الْمُقَلِي وَقَائِلٌ مِّنْهُمْ قَدْ كَانَ خَيْرَ أَبٍ وَقَائِلٌ مِّنْهُمْ قَدْ كَانَ خَيْرَ وَلِي Then there will be some who will say that he was a very good father and others will say that he was a very good friend. وَقَائِلٍ قَدْ حَبَاهُ اللَّهُ مَغْفِرَةً وَقَائِلٍ طَابَ فِي الدُّنْيَا مِنَ الرَّجُلِ Some will say, may Allah forgive him. And others will say, he lived a very good life in this world. After a person is gone, everybody will praise him. But, what people will talk about somebody when he's gone, that is not really of any significance. What is of significance is, what the angels of the grave will talk about him. What the records on the day of Tiamat will talk about him. What his book of deeds will talk about him. That is a real thing. People will be deceived sometimes by our outer appearance. They'll be deceived by what we present ourselves as. But the reality we can't hide from Allah Taala. If our reality is also that, mashallah, excellent. But if the reality is something else, then people might say something. But our book of deeds on the day of Tiamat will say something else. So this is the thing, that when a person is gone, people will say whatever they need to say. We have to be concerned about what our book of deeds will say. What will be said to us in the cover? فَبَعْدَ ذَلِكَ لَا يَدْرُونَ مَا فَقَدُوا وَهَمُّهُمْ فِي اقْتِسَامِ الْإِرْثِ بِالْجَدَلِ So for a while everybody will make these beautiful comments. And then after saying all this, that is after all this lip service, they won't even know who departed. All their attention will be directed in fighting for the distribution of the estates. وَبَعْدُهُمْ مَعَ بَعْدٍ فِي مُخَاسَمَةٍ 
They will argue and file lawsuits against one another and thereafter some will emerge as winners and others as losers. That too depends if a person has won in terms of what is the law of Allah Ta'ala. And if he's won something in terms of what the law of the land might be but against the command of Allah Ta'ala then he has lost more than anybody else. He appears to have won maybe something on the surface of this earth but the akhirat will be something else. And to win something in that manner, that is like no different what a person so-called wins in a haram way. Okay, it's in a haram way. It's no different like having won like a thousand swine, khinzir. Somebody now made a bequest for him that the certain pig farm that I own, this must go to so and so. Now will anybody feel, he'll feel the worst insult somebody gave me that he left this for me in his will. So just as that will be regarded as the worst insult, that wealth which is also taken in a haram way is no different to this. This is haram, that is haram. So, nevertheless he says that they will argue and file lawsuits and against one another and thereafter some will emerge as winners and others as losers. وَيَأْخُذُونَ قَرِيبًا فِي مَعَايِشِهِمْ لَا يَذْكُرُونَكَ فِي خَلْوِ وَمُحْتَفِلِي Then they will very swiftly engage themselves in the business of their lives. They will not remember you in solitude nor in public. Then they will forget. There will be some odd occasion then somebody will remember. إِلَّا mashallah, Those who truly realize that this is something that they should be doing on an ongoing basis. Making isale sawab for their deceased parents, if their parents have passed on, or their relatives, whoever, the person who has passed on, Nabi Islam says, al kal gharik. The person who has passed away is like a drowning person. Like a drowning person in the sense that, how the drowning person clutches at every straw. The person who has passed away waits for every bit of reward that can come to him. Every reward, he awaits it. So, this is the time now, in fact, sometimes, Allah forbid, a person didn't fulfill what his duty was in terms of his, the khidmat of his parents, etc. And now they've passed on. Now they know more in dunya, it's too late to now do anything in dunya for them. But Allah Ta'ala has still kept the door open if a person wants to make amends. And the way to do that is, that now he needs to do as much as possible, excessively, Send sawab to them, recite Quran Sharif, send the sawab to them, give sadaqat, send the sawab to them, and as many good deeds as he can. And when he continues over time, it is mentioned in the hadith, this person is then recorded as an obedient child. He was disobedient in his life, unfortunately he lost out badly there. But the door to making amends is still open if he wants to make amends. But then if his life is gone in that manner also, before he made amends, then everything is lost. So this is the thing to be concerned about that how we can benefit those who have gone not to just forget them and we move on like nothing happened. Then they very swiftly will engage themselves in the business of filling their bellies and in their lives. They will not remember you in solitude nor in public. Ya ayyuhal ghir la taghrurka suhbatuhum خير المصاحب عندي صالح العمل 
old deceived one, the poet is addressing himself and his, as a lesson to us, he's saying, oh deceived one, do not be deceived by their company. The best of companions is good deeds. Why then this negligence when the days are passing by? Why then this laziness when the conditions are forever changing? How often we see it that sometimes a person thinks everything is fine, I'm very secure and everything is, I've got nothing to worry about and the next day he's got everything to worry about. Things just change overnight, Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. Once one of the neighboring countries while traveling with somebody there, so he's pointing out this building and this building and this building and whatnot, this property. And he says overnight when the revolution took place, all this, whatever, whoever it was owning, so-and-so was owning this and so-and-so was owning this, and all were just left with the keys in their hands and nothing more than the keys. Overnight is all gone. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. These are not things to make anybody feel despondent or anything, but it is also ibrad. It's also a lesson that we should be all the time concerned about how we fare in the court of Allah Ta'ala, not to take things for granted, to make shukr on the ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala, to be grateful for these bounties, and the real shukr is to use them correctly. When they will be used correctly, Allah Ta'ala will protect it also. Allah Ta'ala will give even more barakat in it. So why then this negligence when the days are passing by? Why then this laziness when the conditions are changing? Female awilu lada darin khalat wa afat. Female bukawu ala al-athari wa taladi. Says why cry over a house now which is desolate and whose remains have been effaced? Why wail upon monuments and ruins? It's all gone. Now what's the use crying over it? It's too late to cry over that. We should have used that correctly beforehand. Still quite a bit left, inshallah we'll continue with this some other time. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanakallah, bihamdi, 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 b